On Living a Sex Positive Life, where we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. And we're live. Good evening, everyone. This is Angelique Luna, and I'm here with my husband, co-host, took away my toy, Jason Johnson I, I never, I, I never take away her toys. If anything, I give so you wait, more toys. Where, where is my little... You must have lost it. It can't gone far. This you, is a small little office. You lost the toy. Yes, you lost my toy after I, you yelled at me. He did. He yelled at me. He was mean and cruel, and then he expects me to be happy-go-lucky nice here. Hmm. What toy are you looking for? Please explain to them what toy she's looking for. If you look at my Instagram stories, it's a, 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 a paddle and tickler. Um, it's also, a riding crop. Riding she crop wants on one to side. hit me with a riding crop. I do not hit you, you with the riding crop. What? I tickle you with the feather part. Oh, that makes it better. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Well, that's the part that I use and you totally flipped out ape shit. Because you were in technical mode. Mm. Well, I wasn't technical mode. He is mode. not a happy person when he's in technical mode. Just to let you I'm, know. I'm focusing on getting a quality podcast out and getting things going, going, you know, nice and smoothly and technical. I mean, I, I work at a film and audio school, although I teach actually software, but that's not here nor there. Because he's colorblind. Red, green, they're all the same. Brown. Believe me, nature does nothing for me. I go camping and look at it and go, what? But we're not here to... I don't know. What are we here to talk about? Mm-hmm. Everything looks like it's going well. Mm-hmm. See, we're experimenting with all new technology here. Yes. So, we want to talk about stuff. Stuff. Specifically, I want to put political stuff aside for a moment. Can we? No, we can't. We can. Why? We can try. Why? Because I found out something cool about the electric slide. We all found out something cool about the electric slide. I don't slide. know if they found out about something cool about the electric slide. Okay, so it might have been a late, late, late story. Okay. No? Okay, I guess I'll fill us in. Well, yeah, you're the one who's like, you know, doing it. So, the writer of the, the writer, not the writer, the writer of the electric slide, and I'm looking over here, and, uh, oh, yep, writer confirms... The electric slide, the one that's played at every wedding you've ever been to. Or if you were in, at Pleasure Island when it was still open at Walt Disney World and they played it every night down the streets of Pleasure Island. Singer and songwriter, 71-year-old Neville Livingston, a.k.a. Bunny Whaler. What a name. It was the 70s. Put to rest the rumor that the electric slide is about a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I will ne- can't dance to this song ever again without seeing vibrators. Agreed? Agreed. Totally. Agreed. Hands down. Vibrators yeah. are a very important thing. Does that mean this song is technically now somehow illegal in uh, Texas? It's illegal in every state now because it's a vibrator. No. Some states are vibrator vibrator friendly. Okay. I think some states should be vibrators friendly. Uh, Vibrator, friend. I'm getting tongue-tied here. Yes, you are very much tongue-tied. Some states should be vibrator friendly. Yes, totally, hands down. Florida, we have some really good vibrators. Mm, yeah. Texas, mm-hmm. don't have more than six. No, that's dildos. Totally that's different. Di- really? It is different. It is a dildo, not a vibrator. So, if I have a dildo, sorry, six dildos in Texas, I'll go to jail. But if I take those same objects and stick a vibrating motor in them. Mm-hmm. Reclassified. Yep. I gotta... No, really? It's all we about gotta, classifications. I gotta look up now the Texas laws. Because oh, Lord. We're gonna be there in two weeks. Two weeks. We'll be there shortly. Yes, we are going to... Poly Dallas Millennium 2018 Edition. Hashtag PDM 2018. 
you practiced that, didn't you? No, I didn't. I just started memorizing it. I'm just trying to translate it in Spanish. So that's well, the fun part. <laughs> it has to be in Spanish. That's that's kind of. Uh, that's still questionable. We, we we won't mention that at the moment because we we are podcasting both Friday and Saturday. So please come and visit us and tell us about your story. Tell us how you got into the lifestyle, or if you have a business, tell us how you created your business. That helps uh, the ethical non-monogamy community, especially polyamory and the families. Even well, though we're already having a little bit of a controversy because it's Dallas, so but we we'll try to figure that out. We'll we'll keep you posted on our adventures there. So remember, bail money for Angelique Luna only. <laughs> He's white. He's good. Okay, dark skin. Right now with the illegal immigrant shit. Yeah, I am. You keep it up. You keep it up. I'm, I'm gonna go down the, I'm gonna and say I don't know this woman. She I saw her run across the border. <laughs> See, and, and I'm horrible in mileage because I don't know if. Dallas is more than 100 miles away from the border? Way more. Okay. Well, then I'm safe. Really? It's only that 100-mile border area that you'd be in trouble. (laughs) Right. Because by law, ICE could come in and take you away within 100 miles from the border. You you make ICE sound like the boogeyman. They are the boogeyman. See, my parents, they were illegals. It wasn't until I turned 15 that they became American citizens. But they seem very... Jaded and I, I don't know about this whole immigration social media stuff because, you know, you know how parents are back in the day. You know, we started doing that with our kid. Yeah, I know. But anyways, that was with AOL. That's how we do our kid. You know, ice raids were always happening at factories, at nightclubs, at any gathering. Is that a new thing? Because I always remember like INS. I never remember ICE. Is well, ICE the, a new thing? It's, no, it's just a different name. Well, it's a different name, but they did change their name, right? Right. I'm just making sure of that because Yeah. I played a joke and had an INS jacket, and if it was ICE, I'd really feel bad that, you know. Oh, God. I was a teenager. What do you want? Entitled white boy. Believe me, entitled I was not. <laughs> so... Anyway, we're talking about uh, the electric slide. Yes. Uh, we're talking about Texas, because mm-hmm. we're going there. And I'm amazed. Um, although we are, well, the hotel's starting to give a little slack, because someone realized that it's a polyamory convention. Holy shit, it's called Poly Dallas Millennial. What did they think it was? But... Again, we don't know all the details. That's no, why we're we not we, we're not discussing what is coming up, what is going on. Yeah, none none of that. But we will be there. We will be there. We will be filming, and then at the same time, bail money for Angelique Luna sent to uh, Miss Angelique Luna and any payment processing things. I've set up my cash, my PayPal, my Square, Venmo. Yeah. So I'll just you know. Grab all our equipment and go out there, and we will broadcast from Texas. Assuming <laughs> Texas has Wi-Fi. I think they have Wi-Fi. Yeah, they have Wi-Fi. I, I, I know. I'm just making a bad joke about Texas. Anyways. But I have so. nothing against the people of Texas. It's mostly just Ted Cruz. You know, and then what was that one audio clip that uh, Trevor Noah said, this is the only time I agree uh. with Ted Cruz, and then after that, it's like, forget it, (laughs) you know? Well, apparently, Ted Cruz uh, actually said something in a positive way that we need to get, even though they're illegals, children back with their family, which was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree with him. We shouldn't be taking away, separating children and parents. I mean, it's one thing to go ahead and put them in a different room to question them or do whatever it is, but to go ahead and put them in a different facility? In a different state. Some of them got sent to various different facilities throughout the United I, I States. Don't, I don't Some get that cruelty. Some as young as newborns and infants, all the way to kids. I mean, that, that's... And then ripping apart the siblings, too. So, yeah. It was know. a lot. So... <sighs> so... Anyway, so, what else? We, we did a video uh, last week. With King Crate, they send us the rope box. So if you yes. want, you could go back. We do apologize for the sounds. We're still trying to play around with new equipment and toys, and the audio came kind of low, but still our reactions were very vivid. And you won't let me play with those toys. 
I will let you... Well, let you, me play this. No. We did, no, no, sorry. We did play with the silicone rope. The silicone rope, yeah. Silicone, which was actually um, quite interesting. It has a little bit of give to it. It's good for areas where you need give to tie things. But yeah, you won't let me play cock ball torture, aka CBT. But yet you did it to yourself. I did. I did ball stretching. Yes, is ball what it's called. Um, here's the thing: you What's are very. Ex- excuse me. I'm going to explain the difference. The difference is, I'm talking about sensation play, and you're talking about, as usual, I can get a running start from the other end of the room and kick you in the balls. You go from beginner to Jedi. Yes, don't give me that shit. When I'm with you and roping, it's let's start slow, let's do stuff, let, let's get in there. With me, it's like, hey, do you like it? Fine. Go up against the wall, let's get the hammer and try it. Mm-hmm. I have good health insurance, by the way. Thank God. And he has a great, fantastic job that will never fire him because there's at least four different departments who will scoop him up in a heartbeat. And sometimes it's kind of hysterical to see them all fight over you. But I'd, I'd rather be working here. Right. I would like this to be my full-time job. Yes, we, we like to be more like coaching, educating, you know, without being censored by Boston Sesta. Um, I, I, I'm a little bit... Perturb, I think that's a good word for the what is this? C A T W International. Um, they decided to make an infograph. It's on my Twitter, so if you go in Miss Angelique Luna on Twitter, you will find it where they say the truth about Fausta and Sesta, and they try to simplify it so much that it's bullshit. It's not a good explanation of the simplification i'm trying to zoom up here but apparently i'm failing at that um it's better on the mobile phone i don't know why it it is um basically are you a website or online platform yes do you knowingly help traffickers and pips advertise or promote unlawful sex acts on your uh, website or online platform if you say yes you go somewhere else say no fosta and sesta does not apply to you Guess what? We don't do Bullshit. any of that shit. We don't. And we got affected. And I lost my shit that day when our email servers went down. They didn't go down. They started blocking your emails because our <laughs> domain has the word sex in it. Right. But still, that's going down to me because then there was nothing we could do. We couldn't fix it until we changed we had servers. to switch email servers. Yeah. But there are a lot of people getting censored on this that, that no, that infographic means bullshit that is bullshit there you know and i'm, I'm going to try to pull it out on my phone because it, it's a better on my damn phone than it is but I, i'm just upset completely because uh people do not understand how much foster and sesta has literally silver plattered sex traffickers um because, to put it this way hmm. even law enforcement is denouncing foster because it's making them more difficult. It's pushed, uh, well, it's it's pushed companies that were assisting with it. Mm-hmm. That maybe you know they had an online platform like oh I don't know Craigslist or Backpage, where yes there were sex traffickers on there, and when they spotted them, they informed and helped the police. And now they've gone to all these other sites underground, and now we can't find them. Nope. Law enforcement has not... What the number... I, I don't have the stats in front of me. But the number of arrests that... Uh, I forget the, the, the federal agency that, that mm-hmm. published it... Has actually gone down since FOSTA. Mm-hmm. Not because it's not happening. It's because they're having more trouble finding it. So this is a complete backfire of, the, of FOSTA. It's ridiculous what's going on there. Um... Yeah, so I finally was able to pull it up. Um, the truth about FOSTA and SESTA. Passed with overwhelming bipartisan support and signed into law in April 2018, the allowed states and victims that um, fight online sex trafficking is a federal law to combat trafficking online. FOSTA SESTA targets companies that run websites or online platforms that knowingly facilitate sex trafficking 
or the promotion of prostitution of another person, pimping under the federal law. Both sex trafficking and pimping are crimes, but a legal, a federal legal loophole prevented prosecutions of these crimes when they happened online. FOSTA and SESTA allows federal and state government to enforce anti-trafficking laws when websites on or online platforms knowingly facilitate sex trafficking, promoting pimping online. Babe, do I pimp you that much online that they needed to shut us down? No, you, you pimp me in person. But that's in person, yeah, but never online, no. yeah. Okay, victims now have the ability to sue entities that help advertise and sell them online. States can also file a civil action to enforce the law. Since its passage, they, there seems to be a lot of confusion about what the law says and does. Here's an easy way to know if FOSTA SESTA applies to you. So, if you if you said yes, and we already said knowingly help traffickers, and then you say yes again, FOSTA SESTA applies to you. You are a website or online platform that knowingly facilitates sex trafficking or promoting pimping. Seriously, as a sex educator podcaster, um, coach, we are promoting sex trafficking? Well... Of course, not in the least. But it goes beyond that. Um, one of our colleagues was traveling, and, well, you know, we bring toys with us. We pack them. And condoms and lubes, you and know, dildos. safe sex. Do you know she was detained by TSA and blatantly accused of being a prostitute? What? Because we enjoy sex, we have to be a prostitute? I don't, I don't get it where Americans have such a stick up their ass. And it's affecting in other countries, too. Sex must be prostitution because, you know, a person wouldn't willingly have sex. Or consensually. Holy shit, money. no, the concept. And it really bothers me with many feminists. Again, I'm kind of on the fence, but uh, what do you call it? We had someone on the show before, and I can't remember how they explained feminists. Feminism, and I loved it because it was like totally different. Well, it was feminism in in the way it's not so much promoting the only the female agenda. It was feminism saying they're promoting equality, right? That men and women were equal, and that's where feminist porn is. It's one of the things she brought up. It was consensual couples having sex, and the, the other side of that, that the non-feminist porn, is like the gangbang porn where the woman basically gets slapped around. Right. But again, these are all choices. So when people say, oh, well, you know, that's not healthy for them, that's their choice. And we're here to empower everybody to support their choices. If they choose to have a sex worker life and enjoy it, go for it. Why are we demoralizing them? Why are we making them feel like they were forced or coerced into this. Coerced. But they they don't... The approach of sex in America is just so different from pretty much everywhere else in the world. Uh, all over Europe, one nudity is not assumed to be sexual. And we're literally laughed at on some of the world markets that we have an issue that someone breastfeeds. One of the most natural things a mm-hmm. mother can do, and some fucking pervert stares at her and gets a woody, and, and, and now, it, you know, it, it's, oh my god, it's a dirty thing, you have to hide that. No, fuck you. Go get laid, go learn to be mature, go enjoy yourself, and not everything nudity is sexual. No, what, what is those guys that they call themselves that hate women because no oh woman god, that's can... Scary. Can, uh, wants to have sex with them? Sell something? Uh, there is a name for them, and there's. No, I won't say they're very well organized. You can look it up. Oh, I thought they were very organized on Reddit. They, uh, yeah, organized on Reddit is relatively organized. They're organized online. I mean. Well, yeah, that's still an organization, so yeah. But yeah, they basically. It's a very anti woman. They blame women for their problems. And, you know, they're the same guys who go on a dating site, say hi, and send a dick pic, and expect the woman to respond. They're the ones that make all us guys, who will go ahead and send a paragraph, read their profile, and send stuff saying, 
Hey, I like your interest. You like Babylon 5. I like Babylon 5. You like Star Trek and Marvel. We should chat and talk. And have sex afterwards. Hopefully. Not required. Consensually would be nice. But our emails immediately just get lumped into these other emails where guys are sending fucking dick pics all the time. Guys, if if, if you lead with a dick pic or you, you start a conversation with, hey, you're hot. You, you sound like an idiot, and there's zero chance a woman's going to respond. And by the way, if she is responding, and she sounds interested, it's not a woman. Or you have to run, because uh, the mental stability is not going to be there, and then you'll probably end up with the crazy chick from uh, Waterboy. Do we need a commercial? Okay, fine. Commercial break. Poly Dallas Millennial is a symposium about consensual and ethical non-monogamy. We're going to be broadcasting there from July 13th to the 15th down in the Dallas area. I will also be doing presentations in Spanish for how to speak to your kids about sex and cookies and consent, all in Espanol. So if you're in the Dallas area or you can come and travel, come visit us and say hi. See you there. And we're back. All right, so... You know, that, that that is a subject I want to go ahead and, and, and bring up, because it is something that has been bugging me. Um, we have, since day one, always been in an open relationship. Yes. Okay, we met in the swinger community, mm-hmm. and we've always had the option to go out and see other people. You're much more to the swinger side. Yes. Um, parts, parts, not hearts. And I've gone definitely a little more. I'm not saying that if I if I'm attracted to the person, I won't have sex. Um, but I've gone a little bit more to the poly side. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know the difference, um, I'm more looking for a girlfriend. Hearts, not parts. Right. I do get a. Uh, I want more of an investment. Mm, I guess you would call that. Yeah. Someone to go, not just call up and be a fuck buddy. Uh, I'm actually looking for someone to go to the movies with and cuddle with and do mm-hmm. other things with, you know. And it doesn't mean I love you any less. No. But um, the online dating scene, <laughs> yes, that's what we're talking about tonight. Oh, Lord. Is a clusterfuck out there. There's so many different apps and websites I can't keep up. And then to find out, even after Sestan Fossa, a lot of them shut down. Like, we didn't know there was a furry dating site. I'm not a furry, but I want. I would have loved to have gone on that site. And I don't want to be that kind of gawker. Hey, I just uh-huh. would have loved to have observed a little bit, and I would have wanted Scientific intelligent... purposes. Scientific purposes, yes. Yes. Uh, I would I would have loved to find out, you know, a little bit more about it because I've never done it. I've never gotten dressed up in a suit. I mean, I do enjoy getting dressed up in a nice, like, you know, suit, and you get dressed up in a nice dress, and that's good fun. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious about the psychological aspects of it. So, if you're a furry, we will be going back to our regular interviews soon. We just kind of taken a break. Please contact us at info at livingasexpositivelife.com or livingasexpositivelife at gmail.com um, so we could interview you and ask you those thought-provoking questions. How is your life as a furry? I, well, I'd really like to find out Specifically, um, is it like that once in a while thing? Like we do roping once in a while, or you know, for for a, we'll say even a vanilla couple once in a while, you go ahead and break out the wine and the candles and the chocolate covered strawberries, or is it more of a hey, it's Tuesday, I'll be back in ten minutes. Run in the closet and come out in a fox outfit. I, I don't I'm, think it takes ten minutes. I think it takes longer because some of those. We're very intense. And some of them had sound effects. Remember Megacon? Did we ever post that photo of a video of me and all the furries at Megacon? They're no. so cute. Okay. They were adorable. I will say those were furries because there's a huge difference between furries and cosplay. But these definitely were furries. And we went to Megacon in Orlando. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it it was approximately 250,000 people showed up for it. Ooh. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous how large it was. We walked. It's one of those five miles. We walked for four hours straight. Yeah, but I I checked my uh, step thing, and it was five miles. Okay, just through through MegaCon, the the 
um, what is it, the Orange County Convention Center yeah. in, in Florida, in Florida. In Orlando, yep. Florida, mm-hmm. is the second largest in the country, only rivaled by Vegas. So it is absolutely massive. Uh, we did get to see a whole bunch of furries. They were adorable. Some of them did have sound effects. Yes, they did. We would love to have talked to them and interviewed more of them. Yes, and they were really kind and polite and courteous. And oh, and then to see the youngins, the little babies playing as furries. And when I say babies, we're talking like middle school age, maybe some high schoolers, but definitely middle school. Yeah, they were definitely short enough. Um, and they were playing furries, and the parents were very supportive. Well, of being a furry uh, doesn't necessarily mean a sexual thing it's come to mean that for the people who don't understand mm-hmm. it's sort of like when people hear poly what does that mean well i have a wife and i have a girlfriend oh you're just looking to have sex all the time stop imagine <laughs> all of the issues you have to go through with one person the greetings the morning you know good morning good night the being there for someone now imagine multiplying that by two uh, i have one person i know of who it's him and he has four poly relationships going on with four women. And I don't think he... he, I I don't know how you could have a job and four women. I have one woman and two jobs. And I'm pretty much booked. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we're going back, uh, still talking about, not just furries, online dating. And I really want to know... For anyone out there, uh, email us or hit us up. For anyone who's been successful at online dating, because we've heard all of the problems with online dating, and that is, for men, we will send off 30 to 50 emails, and we have a chance of getting back one response. One. A woman can throw up a picture or two, show a little bit of cleavage, a nice smile, and they will get 50 to 100 emails, and I'm not lying, in the first two hours, depending on the time of day. And yes, at that point, even if you have a nice email, a nice message sent to them, you go through and like, no, 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 no. Because, you, you know, if you don't go online for three days, one of my friends logged in, uh, it was it was a meetup. Okay. I'm not lying. She posted a picture of herself at the beach in, it wasn't even like a super little string bikini, but it was a nice outfit. Mm-hmm. Hadn't logged in for two days. 500 messages. I Dude, don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't get that much. I don't get anything, let alone on all the other websites I'm signed up. I get jack shit. I, I don't know. So obviously... Uh, 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 of all the stuff we're, we're, we're really experts in, in the fetishes and the BDSM and working good at getting a swinger uh, a lifestyle going, maintaining it, balancing life and all this other stuff, online dating seems to be a mystery to both of us, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, and people ask for our advice and I'm like, sorry, can't help you. Seriously, I had one of my bisexual female friends ask me, hey, I need some advice on online dating. I'm like, good luck. I, I'm, I'm dry out there. I'm a desert. A Sahara. Seriously. I'm like, I, I don't know. Because I am very straightforward with my profile. I clearly say I am married. I am in a happy, happy open marriage. Husband knows everything. Husband knows I'm here. You know... I'm wondering if that would be a really good experiment. Oh, no. No, I don't want to experiment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For the benefit of science. Oh, God. What if we went ahead and took out two profiles? Okay? And did everything wrong. Like, we go ahead and say, uh, I'm married, but don't tell no one. My husband doesn't know. I da 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 Like, all the total wrong stuff. And then open up. the misery, guys. Okay, let me tell you guys. I went on a bad date. And when I say bad date, it was the guy couldn't kiss with ship. He kept jabbing his tongue down my mouth like a friggin' two-year-old. Ugh. Horrible kisser. Ended up, like, the majority, like, 90% of the date was talking about his marriage. So I was coaching him. I'm like, dude, I'm not even getting paid for this. The sex was horrible. And even before we got to the sex part, he high-fived me that we were going to have sex. I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me? You just 
high five me because I said we're going to have sex. Oh, I told that guy, lose my number, don't ever call me again. It was just horrible. Uh, horrible. I, I can't say you did anything wrong there. He really high-fived you? He high-fived? Oh, I didn't tell you that part. No, you did. It was just, I, I think I forgot it because it was so hard to believe. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. And you know the worst part is I was comparing notes with another friend on how bad our evening was. And she's like, hands down, you won with the high-five. I'm like, yeah. Who high-fives that they're getting sex? Who? Tell me. I mean, oh, 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 McFly. <laughs> I don't even think McFly even high-fived. So the sex was just that bad. It was bad. It was horrible. I, I have to say, we have been having some some very... I don't know if we just have higher standards, but in dating, we've been having a lot of bad luck. Because um, I went out on a date, and it worked out that uh, I knew she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, I knew him, but I couldn't place a, a, a face to a name. We're, we're bad at that. So please, don't ever take an offense. If we can't remember your name, but we remember your face, it's just bad memory on that. But... But then we went out. Yeah. And a little bit before the date, she call, uh, texts me and says, he's coming. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. It's poly open relationship. We're all good. Let's see what we can do with that. And it was someone I knew. And I'm like trying to talk. And they really just wanted to fuck. And yeah, they, they, they're definitely much more towards swinger than poly. But um but it was oh. awkward there too because it was. he didn't. Isn't he by curious by something or no? He is, and I think he would have gone. He definitely wanted to, but it just the the mood. I don't know. I just didn't get a good good vibe in there. It didn't work out as well as I wanted. Well, you were kind of ambushed into the situation. You, it kind of went straight to sex. Yeah, 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 it definitely did. But but there was a lot of other things, and that was just. Yeah. Yes, I know I have high standards just because I've been doing this for 20-some-odd years, so... um. But you look so young, baby. <sighs> yes, she I know. She gets carded, which she gets so upset about. I still do. I still do. My brother, who's seven years younger, has never been carded. Seven years younger. I have issues. But I've had some other horrible day. Actually, no. I've been having a series of last-minute... Uh, of What? Droughts? I thought you said drugs. I'm like, when the hell did... <laughs> Maybe that might help with the dating. <laughs> Daddy's got candy. No. <laughs> no, but I have been stood up, and I'm talking, what, the last three, four months? I got yeah. stood up twice, Yep. and I've had two last-minute cancellations. And I mean last minute. I don't mean like, hey, the date tomorrow. I mean like... Two hours before, I'm getting ready. My plans are made. And I get a text of, hey, can't make it tonight. Sorry. Bye. And, yeah. So, I don't know if it's the the lack of integrity I'm starting to see at people in the dating community. But, you know what? If I'm going to go ahead and, and show up, and, and, and if I'm going to make a date, I'm at least going to show up. True. Even if it's going to be, hey, you know, no, you didn't tell me about the goida and the hump you have and the fact that, you know, you don't like any music or movies or we have nothing in common, so I'm just going to call the date and I'll pay for the drink and we're good. No, they just don't, don't even, even give you that option. They don't. It's like, yeah. No, I, I, I'm very particular because I try to weed out the... Uh, I'm in a miserable marriage, so that means you're in a miserable marriage, too. So let's get together and be miserable together. Is that a lot of it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's all of AM. Ashley Madison. Yes. That's the majority of it. Like I said, 90% of the date. And usually I'm pretty good at weeding out those, like, lower uh, lower expectation people. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't catch it until I was, like, literally five minutes away from meeting him. Oh, you need to read those profiles. No, no. We had good conversation, very confident, everything. We, so we just did the swap the photos via text so we know who we're looking for. And, you know, I said, oh, you're good looking. And he's like, really? I was really kind of worried. I was like, no. oh, red flag. Guys, girls, be confident. Don't be super overconfident. 
You know, but you never want to go ahead and get the, yes, I know I'm that look good looking. <laughs> but be confident. It, it really does make a difference with the attraction. No. So one thing I do want to hear from our listeners is go ahead and, again, write us, text us, tweet us, whatever you want to do, Facebook us. Tell us about your good experiences online. Give us hope that things actually happen online. And right off the bat... Tips um, and tricks. But right off the bat, I'm throwing out eHarmony. I don't want to hear about that shit. I was a reject. Come on. Yes. I, I, I didn't even make the cut. Look, there are several different uh, types of dating sites. And there are kink dating sites. There was one called Collar Me, which unfortunately went away. Uh, there was Adult Friend Finder back in the day, which again went and that one went away way before Fasta and Sesta. Way went away. That went away yeah. years ago. But now there's stuff like, uh, well, Meetup. And Meetup, you know you can actually post that you're non-monogamous. Really? That's yes. They, they actually have a setting in there where you can say monogamous or non-monogamous, uh, married, single, and they will approve you. Um, well, what's, what's the uh, Tinder? Tinder baits you. Because they will go ahead and say, sign up. And then they're like, last question after you filled out all these forms on your phone. So you're not like typing here. You need to be typing here, typing here on your hand. And you get everything put in there. And what do they do? Oh, you're not single. We don't support that. Go to this website instead. Which, where do they send me? OkCupid. Okay, OkCupid. Okay, OkCupid okay, is the only one. Did I, did I say? I did say OkCupid okay, before, right? Or was this a meetup? Meetup. Okay, yeah, forget but... about Meetup. If I said Meetup, OkCupid okay is the one I'm usually on. Uh, but even on OkCupid, okay I've I've gotten some some interesting weird ones. I got my first weird one. Someone tried to pick me up on Instagram. Oh no, that happens to us all the time. If you really, really go on our Living a Sex Positive Life on Instagram, oh yeah, we got picked up quite a bit. How come delete, I delete, ignore. That's what I do. Are they guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, usually it's like, you know, I'm lonely, please talk to me, I think your material is great, can we have sex? I'm like, if there's one thing, If there's one thing you need to know about us, we don't just fuck anyone. I mean, yes, we talk about sex a lot. Yes, we love having sex. Yes, we don't have barriers to sex. But saying hi doesn't mean hi, let's fuck. It, no doesn't work at a swingers club either so don't even think that you know i actually yeah we, we've actually been turning down a lot this year and it's not like good turn down it's just been like oh yeah it, it's just like where's the manners where's the etiquette it, it, it's it, it, i don't know maybe we should go back to the old chivalrous ways of dating and courting you know that would have been nicer but here's the thing um Dating and courting is nice. Mm -hmm. It's just where do you find non-monogamous people to do that with? So there's dungeons, which we've gone to, and a lot of people are poly, but a lot of people are also monogamous at, at dungeons. It's that that whole, just because they're kinky doesn't mean that they have sex with anyone. They several monogamous people. And we have a few swinger clubs in the area, um, but they've... Maybe they've changed. We've heard possibly they've yeah, changed. Yeah, we've heard several. So we haven't been there recently just because of the last um, fiasco that we've had with them due to the fact of we're both bisexual. And yeah. that's, a, that's a huge no-no in the community, to say the least. So that is kind of a, a hurdle. Right. And that's why we created the Bisexual Male Living Support Group that is the second Thursday of the month. Uh, in Orlando at the LGBT Center off Mills Avenue. It's on their calendars. We're working more to do social events, but the group is, you know... Just for me. Just for me. We're going to have our third meeting in July. Um, but we've had great turnout there, and we do have a um, meetup. So if you want to sign up, and then from there, we'll redirect you to sign up to the private Facebook group to keep up with a lot of the information there and we actually have a meetup this saturday at three o'clock at the and i love this bear and peacock brewery no, next to the foxtail coffee house yes it's this awesome place where you can get beer or coffee and we're gonna go sit in the courtyard and like take up a lot of room and uh just chat and bullshit 
with a whole bunch of guys and girls are welcome. It's anyone who supports bisexual men. And it's transgender as well. So everyone's kind of welcome. Just, you know, be nice. Have fun. Let's go talk and hang out. Well, it's like anyone who... What do you call it? What, what's the correct word? Um, associates or... Supports. No, no, themselves. The the bisexual male, even with... Oh, the, identifies. Identifies. Anyone you. who identifies. identifies. Anyone who identifies as a bisexual male and their supporters. And sometimes their supporters don't want to come to the support meeting. That's fine. But we'll have the social events there so they can come. I know we're probably going to try to do another one for the... Um, drag bingo. Drag bingo, yay! Yay, that was fun. We we just did that this past Monday. We actually won fifteen dollars, but reinvested them into Girl Scout cookies. She was a good seller. She was cute. Speaking of support, let's hear a little bit from our Patreon. Okay, Patreon. This is John C. Luna, and this is Angelique Luna. And if you like the content we've been putting on living a sex positive life, then we need your help. For as little as a dollar a month, you can give to our Patreon account, which will help us. Seriously? It works for PETA. Why not us? We're, we're starving sex educators here. Let, let's just tell them what they get. For as little as a dollar a month, we'll give you all past content and bonus content. But if you're able to give just a little bit more, we can give them what? Video content? We could give them a one-on-one 30-minute Skype. They could have a private access to a group chat. Or even better, we could answer one question per month live on the podcast. So if you like what we're doing and you want us to keep doing it, please go to our Patreon page for Living a Sex Positive Life and give generously. Oh, dear God. And we are back. Yay! Um, Let's see. Something else that I want to bring up, because it was on the news, and I thought, you know, we're supposed to be this fantastic great country you know the united states yay america we're now listed as one of the world's top 10 most dangerous countries for women (laughs) who did that um the thompson reuters foundation so this is a legit place that does like surveys um throughout the world for healthcare discrimination cultural tradition sexual violence non-sexual violence and human trafficking so that's how they actually do the research about the poll. So um, originally it's for countries such as, um, let's go with number one, India. Number two, Afghanistan. Three, Syria. Four, Somalia. Five, Saudi Arabia. Six, Pakistan. Seven, DRC. Eight, Yemen. Nine, Nigeria, and number 10, United States of America. Wow. I feel, yeah. Some of these criterias, I'm just like, wow. You know, because you don't think United States can be associated with countries like Afghanistan, the Democratic Republic of of Congo, uh, Pakistan, India, and Somalia. I mean, th- these have been constantly bad countries for women. So, but now, because of the whole Me Too movement, um, the whole sex trafficking, um, FOSTA-SESTA, that has led us to, you know, be really bad. And also healthcare, like the whole reproductive health. You know, denying women their... Healthcare rights to birth control, abortion. Also, um, I have to research more of ye- on yesterday's Supreme Court's ruling on birth clinics that are basically oh my all, god that it's acceptable to lie to women about their reproductive health. And these and these clinics are horrible. They, they don't have licensed physician there. They're just usually some kind of religious organization. Just telling people bad information. So, essentially, because I, I know this, we had an incident in Central Florida mm-hmm. where a boy uh, impersonated a police officer. He ended up in jail. He eventually got caught. We all we also had one, again, Central Florida, i got to love this one, uh, where a 16-year-old was impersonating a doctor and actually going in and prescribing medicine and acting like a doctor. And he was fucking 16 
and no one questioned it because you don't question doctors. He had some credentials printed up. He walked in. No one said a word and just did it. However, if you play a medical personnel, not on TV, because we'd all love to be Doogie Howser, go Neil Patrick Harris. No, uh, if you want to go ahead and pretend to be a doctor out in the real world and pull up a, what they usually do working out of uh, mobile vans and buses. No, they actually have a, a facility. A facility. We have one here in our little small town. So if you you are allowed by law to pretend to be a doctor if you are advising someone against an abortion. That makes it okay. But everyone else gets to go to jail. Why do they get to be special? And I'm sorry, pretending to be medical personnel can get someone killed. Right. Look, we already had, um, and, and this is one more topic I definitely need to cover. A baker goes ahead and discriminates against a gay couple. And you know what? The, this went to the courts, and the court says, yeah, it was his right. His religious right. His religious right. Religious. Remember, this goes back to religious. Then, what was the second one? Um, there, there was the baker. There was the, oh, a woman went to Walgreens. Because, and here's what, if you listen to the whole story, the fetus inside her was dead. There was no heartbeat. It was misshapen. She needed to get rid of it, and her doctor gave her the option. A... Go for surgery and we can take it out or pick up this pill and you can, you know, it'll come out. But it needs to come out for your safety. You have something in you that is dead. Mm-hmm. Okay? The pharmacist got on his high fucking horse and denied her the medication. Now, even, it is legal. Mm-hmm. But and, even, yes, even under Walgreens policy, he is supposed to step away and get a different pharmacist to fulfill. He refused. She had to go to a different pharmacy. Which traumatized her because she even pleaded with him, told him his sto- her story, and yet he was like, for his own beliefs, no. If you can't do the job, you shouldn't have the job. Okay? I wouldn't work in a fast food place if I'm going to preach to everyone that they're all going to die from diabetes and heart disease. I don't think McDonald's would keep me that long. I don't understand why a pharmacist gets to judge someone. But let's move on. Our favorite public speaker, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, such, a, such an attractive woman. Uh, not, not because of her physical aspect, because she's always yelling and grunting and telling people to shut up whenever they disagree with her. That's the such attractive part. But isn't she stepping down or something? I thought she was quitting, something like that. Maybe. She, I, I can't remember. But here's what happened. She went to a restaurant. The owners actually put it up to a vote for the wait staff of who wanted to wait on her. And they said, you know, we're, please leave. Now... No, 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 no. They actually served the food. The food... The servers, oh. the servers already came, took the order, served it. Then the owners found out it was Sarah Huckabee Sanders and asked her to leave with the food right there. They didn't care. They, the owners did not care okay. about it. Now, wouldn't that be their beliefs? they're right because not just i mean it's not just their political standing i mean she has been uttering a lot of nasty hateful things right much more i mean god forbid someone ask a question that she doesn't like it that woman grows horns and fangs but now all of a sudden the conservatives are screaming oh discrimination here's comes it even better <laughs> they're starting to go ahead now and well not they People yeah. are starting to get enraged about this. And what's it, what's it called? The Red Something. The Red Hen. The Red Hen Restaurant. Which are several different locations throughout the United States. So that are not even associated. They are not even associated or linked. And they're in different states. So the Red Hen that happened with Sarah Huckabee um, was in Virginia. So the one in New Jersey, Washington, D.C., um, I forgot where the other one was. Was getting death threats, hate mail, and they're like, "Dude, you got the wrong restaurant." You're like, "No, it's a red hand." I'm like, "Do your research. Do your absolute research." That's like saying, you know, you got insulted at an IHOP, so I declare war on all IHOPs. Because they changed their name to IHOP. You need pancakes, not burgers. But you can get pancakes. 
takes us aside now. With the burger? With the burger. Ooh, could they make a could they make a burger with a pancake bun? I, yeah, I think they're called McGriddles. Uh, yeah. Th- those are somehow deep deep soaked in syrup. Syrup. Yeah, they're that, deep oh, those so- are nasty. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. I just but- I don't like eating something that my hands are sticky when I'm done. The only exception is hot wings. Uh, even that. So I, here, here's a funny joke um, posted by one of my friends on Facebook. Trump officials can no longer eat out in peace. Someone's response was, neither can gay couples, black people, Muslims. I don't know how to pronounce that. Spanish speakers. Sikhs. Sikhs. Okay, Sikhs and Spanish speakers. Join the club, which is very true. I mean, it's like anything. Come on, people. Why is it okay for one and not the other? And, the, the, you know, we're supposed to rise higher than everybody else and not, you know, get down to the same low level as these ignorant idiot fools, to say the least. Being polite. I could say things since this is a split. I know, Good. Yeah. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I don't want to turn on the news anymore. I mean, I want you guys to listen to us, but... I want to talk more about sex and less about politics. I wish this politics stuff would calm down so we can go back to talking about flogging and roping and, and what's the other stuff we used to discuss? Um, squirting dildos with live come action and, and all the fun stuff. Yes, I know. We always talk fun stuff. But, oh, so talk about supporting. We interviewed last year Nadine Thornhill, yes. a Canadian um, sex educator for parents um and she has just updated us that the doug four i'm not familiar where he is um in canada but wants to repeal the ontario's current health and physical ed curriculum as a way to scrap out current sex ed programs and let me tell you they have an excellent comprehensive sex program because guess what that's where my workshop how to talk to your kids about sex was created from their ideas and th- and questions things. So, you know what she's doing to resolve this issue? She is producing a series of videos for her YouTube channel to make every sex ed model from the current curriculum public available. That's and great. It's very thorough because you've seen my presentation, all the questions, all the information that we give. And she's going to make it. So she is currently crowdfunding this to cover the production cost, which we're going to probably have her back on the show soon to help her raise so. the money. Yes, no, I have to like ask her to come back because, yes, so she is looking for a goal of 3000 and she's almost there to raise it to save the sex ed. Because, let me tell you, that I wish we had Canada's sex ed curriculum but now some dumbass is going to repeal it. I'm grateful for Nadine trying to save it. Look, I, I am in no way anti-American. I think our country is right now at an absolute low point. But I love my country. However, I am tired. Are to look good. I am tired of people knocking Canada. They have better beer. They have amazing food. They have great sex at. They have great sex laws. I'm sorry. I, st- I still love the fact that after ten was it is it nine or ten o'clock? Uh-huh. I think it's actually nine o'clock. Uh, like primetime shows have breast in them, and people don't freak out like it's the end of the world. Um, they have great clubs. Oh yes, they do. They, oh, they have they have great uh, uh, shops too. Shops, yes. sex novelty and education, education. stores yeah. because they're they're not hidden. They're actually it was really great. There was like a smoothie shop, stag. What was it? Stag shop. I think stag. That's where I got the cute outfit, yeah, which I've some, yet to wear. Oh, I saw you wear it. I know, but not all in public. And then right right next to it was an Arby's, which was fantastic, and no one really thought much of it. It's not like there had to be protests and all this shit. But uh, it, I'm sorry. If Canada moved south, I would move to Canada. It's too it's, cold. Yeah, it is. It's just way too cold. That's the whole reason we we haven't gone. And I'm just a wuss. I've been in Florida for 25 years. I'm sorry. I have to go further south. But even that, you know, we, we're just... We, we can't because you get all the crazy stuff down in Latin America going crazy. 
uh, Australia is banning anybody to come in. I mean, literally, it costs well, you about fifteen grand just to come in as a resident, not even become a citizen. Fifteen thousand dollars per person. Can you imagine a family of four just to become Canadian Australian citizens? But think about it. Imagine an entire country that, what is it, 90% of the population lives within 30 miles of the beach. Yeah. That would be awesome. They just, like, abandon the center and, like, screw you, we need the beach. And everyone moved towards the beach. I mean, if you move to Australia and say, I want to live on that big freaking desert rock, maybe they'll let you in. But there's only so much beach room, even in Australia, of which we need to go visit again. Not again. First Not again. Time. First time there. So please let us in. Let us stay. We will be more than happy to go. <laughs> but no, instead, we are here in the United States fighting the good fight, trying to get good sex ed out there and educate people that nudity is not always sexual and sex is never something you should be ashamed of. At all. At all. So, and never yunk on someone else's yum. If that's their choice, that's their choice. If not, you know, inquire why, you know, what, you know, be scientific. I think we've lost that curiosity mind and just gone straight to judgment. There is way too much judgment. Yeah, we can't handle that. I know I can't. But if you are on the king side, do you think they want to hear about King Crate? Oh, they definitely want to hear about King Crate. I think we did talk about it, that we did receive that box and we I did. want to send back the coconut rope to you guys. Oh, we're keeping the coconut rope. You see what you started a fight between us. <laughs> but I love my candy. I always love the candy part. So Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. This is Rant and Rave here. We'll be back on our normal schedule in three weeks once we're back from Polly Dallas there. But we still will be broadcasting from Polly Dallas and other fun places. Perhaps like an airport we'll get caught in, which seems to happen every time we travel. We, we very much know the inside of both Atlanta as well as Phoenix now, because we spent the night in both of them. No, you yeah. mean North Carolina? Uh, oh, Raleigh. Charlotte, Charlotte was North Carolina. Char- yeah, yeah, the 13-stranded Charlotte, North Carolina. So my new thing is Charlotte is like Charlotte's Web. You kind of land, but you don't take off. No. And plus, it's American Airlines, so I'm I'm against American Airlines now. So because every time we've had an issue, it's always been American. That's Sorry. sad. Yeah, it is. It's very sad. So yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we'll get back interviewing people again. We we'll definitely because I know I've gotten a couple people reaching out to us to interview. And if so. you have an interesting story, an interesting lifestyle, if you're a furry and you want to go ahead and come out and share it. Drop us a line. We're looking for people to interview. And on top of that, I want to go ahead and say we've been teaching some classes, too. Yes. And hopefully many, many more. Yes, 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 yes. We are. We are. Yeah, it's like, as always, Mr. Luna over here likes to jinx us before we even get the interview or the meeting or whatever you want to call it, dealings going on. We'll let you know soon. Yes, yes, yes. But we did have a successful class a couple weeks ago uh, at a local shop. It was our BDSM 101 First one, and we sold out, and we so and we helped sold a lot of merchandise, a lot of happy people. I love when you go ahead and they, they sell out, and then realize they had that many tickets, but not that many chairs. So <laughs> they didn't think there were because the last previous classes hasn't been that close. Have been like ten or twelve. We sold out thirty-two. They had to bring in this chair from like another floor, which was great because I'm not lying. It was the it was the Chinese emperor chair. It had the huge high thing and the dragon on the back, and it was awesome. I want that chair. <laughs> I don't have a house that'll fit the chair, but I want the chair. You finally got your chair. Be happy. I love you my see chair. his red chair there. That was an adventure trying to get that one. So. But thank you very much, and follow us. Um, drop us a line, suggestions, what you like to see, what you like to hear from us, um, especially on social media. We're trying to be more active on video because I know you guys like to know more of what we're doing. Uh, everything is livinasexpositivelife.com. That's the best way to reach me, but I'm also available at Miss Angelique Luna. Also available for coaching, education classes, and if you want to reach me, I'm John C. Luna on Facebook and Twitter and Fat Life. Go ahead and say hi, and thank you very much for listening. Take care. Have a good night, guys. Bye.
Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show tonight. You can find us on our webpage, livinasexpositivelife.com, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on Living a Sex Positive Life, where you follow all our stories and adventures. You can find me on all social media as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as John C. Luna. Please reach out and let us know how we're doing. Please like, share all our contents, leave your opinions, comments, complaints. We accept it all. But we also like to thank our sponsor, The Woodshed. You can find them on their webpage, thewoodshedorlando.com. And they're also on FetLife and Facebook, where you could see a lot of their events and promotions going on. Thanks. So thank you very much for uh, joining tonight. <laughs> thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.